Welcome to Manchester's Podcast. Thank you for joining wherever and however you're listening. The show that talks about anything and everything. Everything. And now, here's your host, Jason Manchester. All right. July 2nd is today. It is, um, it's summertime, guys. It is summertime, getting in full swing. Everything is opening back up. I've talked about it on my last podcast. I'm not going to talk about it here, but I'm just happy that it is. And the guy that is here tonight with me, I think is happy also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So let me introduce you to, uh, Story time. We'll probably call him story time. He's going to be, um, I don't know, co-host slash uh, producer, I guess, fact checker person. Yeah, yeah. We'll call him the Baba Booey of the uh, Manchester podcast. Is what I, I'm. I'm good with that. There you go. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. This is exciting. I'm. I'm looking forward to looking forward to what whatever happens. You know, going forward. Uh, this is yeah. a, a fun experience. So. We'll just talk shit and. That's about it. That's yeah. all we do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so not a whole lot to do, but anyway, welcome. And I'm, I'm glad you're doing this. I know we talked about this for a while. Um, you know, so we, we got it going and, and, um, see where it goes from here. So yeah, absolutely, man. anyway, um, interesting stuff going on, uh, all around the world. I know we were talking about, um, before the show, um, about conspiracies and things like that. And it seems as if UFOs have become a bigger thing uh, throughout. And, you know, I've talked about this before. It, I mean, it, UFOs have always been big, right? Everybody, I mean, is way before I was born, way before, you know, I mean, long time ago, people have talked about UFOs. Now, UFO doesn't necessarily mean it's an alien spacecraft. It's an unidentified flying object. We just say, if you say UFO, it's the first thing that comes to mind. But in any case, it seems like when the pandemic hit, all shit, it just, it went sideways. It's like there's so, there's so many people that are saying they saw UFOs. And now, I mean, how many times have the government come out now and said, okay, it's no longer a conspiracy, really. It's now, I mean, we're going to admit that, yes, we can't deny that there are not UFOs or they haven't been here. Exactly. And it's, it's the fact that they're even, that's what makes it even more sketchy, is the fact that the government's quick to even say that they are, right? Like, when did you, did you ever think in your lifetime that you would hear the Pentagon release statements saying that, yes, we do have UFOs in I mean, it's just crazy. I, I never would have thought in a million years that, that the government would actually, you know, acknowledge the existence of UFOs. It, it is, it's just wild. Yeah, but, I mean, so do you think, I mean, do you, they, so, okay, so let's back up. So the government announced it. I don't, I don't know exactly word for word. I can't remember, but in so many words, they said UFOs exist. Yeah. Um, so they're no longer hiding it. To what extent, you know, they exist, everybody can still speculate that they're they're hiding things as far as spacecraft and aliens and things. Will that come out? It may. My question to you is, 
do you think the the public is ready for that? See, that's the thing. I, I think the public, in, in some senses, yes. But it, it, with the last year that we've had, nobody, it's not being taken seriously. That's the thing. You're in the, and if, you'd, if they had announced this 10 years ago, I think people would have been freaking out. But after the year that we had in 2020, them coming out and saying that they've found UFOs, Everybody's like, oh yeah, that's about par for the course, <laughs> you yeah. know. It's 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 wild, and you know the the conspiracy theorist in me, or the you know, I'm not a I'm not a it, it, I'm a very question everything kind of person. So the minute that I see something like that, and the government's willing to acknowledge it, I'm like, all right, what are they covering up? What are they, you know, because the the advancement with drones and technology and all these you know you you see like um we were at Disney last year and they had these drones that did a aerial show and it was just phenomenal i mean it looked like yeah. an image in the sky so right so if Disney World has that what does the government have and they could make all sorts of crazy things yeah. so you know it's if they're that willing to to own up to it it's like all right so it's like a magician right like look over here so you don't see what this hand's doing down here mm-hmm. So that's that's where my brain goes anyway when it comes to those kind of things. But yeah, I mean, I think that I don't know that maybe maybe they did it for a reason to kind of take the um, everybody's mind off of some of the stuff that was going on, I guess, or maybe they're being shady. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't understand me, and this is the way I think. I mean, because uh, I don't care. They could. They could announce it that, that we have aliens. The aliens are here. They could show you live aliens. It does. It would. I would go on the next day like nothing ever happened. Doesn't matter to me. I yeah. don't care, um, because the way I look at it is, I think there is something out there. I don't think we're the only speck in the entire universe that has a living form on it. Does it look like us? I don't know. We could. Have, there could be some some place so far away that you can't even fathom the distance between us and them and they could have people on that planet exactly like us that look just like you it could be your twin that could be your doppelganger you know people talk about doppelgangers here everybody has one right but think about it It could be on another planet you know there could be i mean if you really want to get deep into it i mean you know you i I've talked about this is this is weird shit that I think about, but you you think that you know deja vu. So you take that and you're thinking, I've been here. I've I've had this has happened before. What if somewhere so far away there's somebody just like you, same makeup, same everything, and they their life is happening just like your life is happening, and it's connected somehow. Like a like a alternate universe. Type yes. Deal. So yeah. when they did something, you haven't done it yet, but then you get to a point in your life, you 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 know you walk through that moment, and you're like, man, that's deja vu. You've had it. You know you have. You, oh. you sit there and you go, I feel like I've been here before, it, but it could be happening somewhere. It's crazy to think that, but I mean, the way the past year has gone exactly. <laughs> that's not that crazy to think of but it's just it's things i think of because i like to write and i like to i like to try to create you know um like either short films or movies or whatever i like to write that type of stuff out and it, to me it's something that would be cool to to see you know something like that um 
you know, be made. But anyway, it's it's weird to think about that. But to me, you know, it could happen. You don't know. Oh, dude, I that's the thing. Exactly. I, I've the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that uh, if you can think it and imagine it and and put it into a thought, it's not that far fetched. You know, uh, it's and. and you're probably not the first person to think it. You're probably not the per- mm. first person to question it. So, no, everybody questions. I think you have. I think you you may have less people now that will that will deny UFOs, but for the longest time, I think you have people that that believe, and then you have people that want to believe, but they're not going to admit that they know about it because they don't want to be ridiculed. Yeah. Just, you're crazy. You, yeah. you think there's aliens. And there's crazy. nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything. It doesn't make you crazy. Crazy. You know, it's, um, it's really, I think it's pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, egotistical maybe that, uh, we would think we're the only living beings in the universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, to get back to it, yeah, I mean, it's crazy that, that they have finally admitted that. I don't know where it's going to go. Um, you know, they've had a lot of crazy, <clears throat> they've had a lot of crazy sightings. I think one of the most famous ones that has come about, I can't remember when it was, the 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 Colonel Fravor, I think his name is, with the Tic Tac, the famous Tic Tac UFO. Um that's a that's a super famous one. I mean, he's he's gone into detail about what he saw, and um, you know how that whole that whole thing played out with being at like sixty thousand feet or something on his radar, and then it dropped to like a foot above the water. <clears throat> I mean, that's you know we don't have anything like that. How in the hell? How in the hell does that happen? You know, uh, and that's not the first instance of that either. You know, there's been different types of sightings like that. it's just that one's super famous. He's been on some shows. He's um, he's talked about he's talked about it. He's been there's I think it was on a documentary too. Um, but for sure that one is an interesting one. I don't know if anything will ever come of it. But yeah, so I got to pull it up right here. Um, yeah, so that's from 2004. Yeah. So they that's that just shows you how long they've been sitting on this stuff. You know, it's. Um, but that's what bring, you know, me and my question in mind is like, all right, so you've been sitting on it for 17 years. Yeah. Why, why now? Yeah. What do you, what do you want me to, to see over here that you're doing over there? Yeah. You know? So, um, you know, I know that with court rulings, they, there's, there's a certain amount of time before documents can be unsealed, but I, I just feel like this. This kind of information, they wouldn't just release it if if there wasn't either one, they weren't worried about it, or two, they weren't trying to distract us from something crazy, man. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I you, you know, you always want to trust the 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 people in in charge, the people that are over you, the people that are making decisions for you. But I, that's another thing twenty twenty taught us is that you really can't do that either. Yeah, I don't think. Um there's a whole lot of people that trust the government right now. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I, uh, I, it'd be cool. I, you know, we have like an independence day type deal minus the, them blowing up. Yeah, I don't think, I think I could do without the explosions and all that stuff, but maybe like a Mars attacks kind of deal, you know, like, you know, one of those kind of aliens. I don't know. It's, 
I think that's what people are accustomed to seeing, and I think that's what they expect that's going to happen, that somebody's going to come here and just obliterate us. You know, I'm kind of on the line of, <clears throat> I think they're, I think they're like looking over us and they're like, fuck that place. <laughs> Those are some crazy people, man. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I want to be found. Yeah, they got that COVID down there. I'm not going down to that place. No, whoop, nope. I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> it's, but it's, um, it, too, if you look at where the sightings are, it's, I don't know. Why does it seem like it's so many sightings around Area 51? Is it that they're, is that where they're visiting? Or is it they're testing things that look like UFOs? You know, look like alien craft, I should say. I, yeah. I don't like saying UFOs because there's a lot of UFOs if you can't identify it. But is it alien craft that they're testing? Is it our craft that we're testing? Or is it alien craft that is coming to Area 51? And why are they around military bases so damn much? Yeah. Because they are far. If, if they exist, which I believe they are out there, but have they made it here? Not sure. But why would they visit our military installations knowing that they are so far advanced? Because it's not like they want to re reverse engineer our shit because it's like that dude's only doing, you know, a thousand miles an hour. You know, we can we can go from point A to point B before you can blink your eye. They're traveling light years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that dude takes, you know, four hours to fly from coast to coast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I don't understand. And, you know, some of the places that they sh they're, they're, they're seeing these things, I don't know if it's just because they're trying to get from a point A to point B and... I don't know. It's just weird. The whole thing's weird. You know, and they've it's also come up now about, and you may want to look this up, is I don't know if it was the Tic Tac one or there was another one where they had talked about um, below below the surface of the water out in the ocean. Um, and I wish I could remember what that is. I, I, I watched something on it, but couldn't remember can't remember where the hell it came from but you know i don't know and that would be a whole weird thing aliens under the water i mean that's all we need but you can play that on here too you can hook that up or you can play it on here it's a it's a long video i don't want to I, I thought i was clicking on a, an article i just wish they would figure it out or stop talking about it you know it's just it adds to the, uh, like you were saying earlier, you know, you're supposed to trust the leaders and stuff, but how can you trust them when, you know, I, and, you know, again, what's the reasoning? Is it they're trying, I mean, they say they're trying to protect the people, but what is it protecting? Why? I mean, do you think the people would give nuts? I, mean, I don't understand why, what, what would happen to the people if they found out they're actually alien uh, aircraft and they've been here, you know, it would just open up a bunch of questions. You know, and it's, in a, in a time where I guess there's, you know, there's nuclear warfare and, you know, just a lot of different things, a lot of unrest, you know, in the Middle East and everything. It almost makes you wonder, too, if, if okay, we can say these things are UFOs, what we're testing are UFOs. Maybe it's, you know, it could be something as simple as them testing out some kind of new weapon. You know, I, that's, that, again, that's just kind of the inquisitive mind, like the, the thinking 
more than you probably should about it, putting more time yeah. into it. But you know, just different things. I mean, who knows? It's um, and uh, another another thing that makes you think too. You know, all the there's a whole the the Earth's pretty big, right? It's a pretty big and it's round. Yeah. So why why in the middle of the desert in Arizona is there wherever it is? It's Arizona, right? At Area Fifty One. Um, well, know. it used to be an airstrip. It was just an airstrip before, wasn't it? Or I, I'm not sure. I, you know, just but the the thought of somewhere being a shoot on site scene. You know, when if, yeah. if they're willing to literally put you down the minute you cross a an imaginary line, it's it's like all right, you something's going on that you know because oh, yeah. we have a we have a military base, two of them here within you know a thirty minute drive, and I could I could drive onto that base without clearance yeah. and i'm it not was, gonna i'm it, not gonna get shot i'm just gonna get arrested it was actually pre 9 11 you could just drive on base yeah i mean just with them just go hey here's my id just keep yeah. on going and you wouldn't have to worry about nothing yeah i mean obviously things have tightened up but yeah i mean even now you still get on there no problem yeah no i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna get shot the minute i yeah. cross the gate without authorization yeah. they're gonna stop me they're gonna arrest me and they're gonna take me into well, custody down uh, a little further south then there's a nuclear naval base down there. They don't, I mean, you're not threatened when you get close to that place. Yeah. Now they're not going to let you close to the nukes, but I mean, I've been on that base before and nobody gives you no shit. You know, I mean, and you're not plundering around and they, look, they don't want just regular civilians just, you know, you know, hauling ass across the, the fence line out at area 51. But look, there's things out there that they're testing. It's it's a it's a place where they test aircraft, our future aircraft. And I think it's a place where they they have had <clears throat> enemy a- aircraft that they're trying to reverse engineer, and they probably do have alien a- aircraft. They're trying to figure out what the hell it is, what it's all about, you know. So there's people that have seen it, uh, seen things that are questionable. And I don't think everybody's crazy that has seen it. I think there could be some people that are a little loony, but um, I think for the most part, there's a lot of people that that are honest and they know what they saw. So, and and we live in a world now with you know like the recording capabilities that are you know everybody has pretty much a camera in their pocket these days. So, and a lot of videos when you got videos coming out from I think it was California recently. It was a bunch of dancing lights up in the in the sky, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and it just uh, it's hard to really refute that. But then again, exactly, you don't know what you're looking at. You just know you're looking at some dancing lights in the sky for mm-hmm. no reason. Um, yeah, it, you know, it would be cool. I, I I don't think even if we had we've I'm sure which I'm sure we have uh, have had that contact. I, I don't know if that part they would release to us or not because. I don't know what kind of, you know, what they would want us to see. I mean, I, I think everybody kind of expects like little green men. You know? Yeah, well, you see it on movies and stuff like that. But you know, so, you know, I mean, I don't know. Where did they get the idea that they look like that? And they've always looked kind of the same forever. Yeah. So where did they get the idea? I mean, there's pictures that have been seen where they doctored, I don't know, the front like in news clippings like back in the, the 40s and 50s. You know, I, I think it's the, I think it was at the fifties or sixties when the one that crashed out there by area 51, they, um, there was a family or whatever on a farm where they said they had, um, little aliens that were, um, 
I guess, captured or dead or something. And, um, you know, I guess from those pictures, that's kind of where they get it from Hollywood and stuff like that, but it's your imagination. But yeah, I mean, why do they have to look like that? Just cause they're not from here. I mean, how do you know that they're not look, they don't look just like us. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird. It's the whole thing is, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was 1947. There you the, go. The Roswell incident. Yeah, there you um, go. So they found a, uh, it was a flying saucer. Yeah. Is, that's where the first, uh, but they, they kept that quiet until the 70s. They, the story didn't actually break until the 1970s. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just looking here. Um, it looks like a lot of it was kind of hushed up, you know. They're trying to say it was weather balloons or. Yeah, they, well, they said it was yeah. weather balloons, but yeah. then I think that's where they started that whole, you know, that that Roswell thing where I guess it was like a UFO, like just you come in, it's like every, the whole town was nothing but, you know, UFO artifacts and there were people were selling stuff to make money, you know, making crazy hats and all kinds of shit like that. Yeah. It says that, yeah, they, uh, the conspiracy goes that they came in, switched out the debris for debris from a weather balloon. Right. Um, so that was, you know, that was the cover up for it there. Um, is, and I don't think, I don't know how you could, I've, they've shown weather balloon. How in the hell can you mistake a weather balloon for a flying saucer that is moving at it, crazy is, speeds? Isn't a weather balloon what, uh, what was it? Early 2000s, the balloon boy, the guy, they, they, they said that the kid was in a balloon floating high in the air. Was it a weather balloon that he was in? Uh, he, we wound up being in the attic. You know, he it was a, it was a whole it was a fake story, but uh, um, the family the family wound up. Yeah, they they said their kid was floating high up in the air in this weather balloon, um, but the meanwhile he was hiding in their attic the whole time. But it wound up being this huge. I remember it was on the news on every channel. You know what I think I remember something yeah, like that. It's Balloon Boy, I think was the name yeah. was what they called it. But um, Balloon Boy. Yeah, but it does. It kind of looks like. Um, those uh, emergency blankets is what it kind of looks like to yep. me. You know what I mean? It, that's really all. It doesn't look like it would be anything that you could really mistake for a flying well, craft. Well, especially when you look at the footage nowadays that they're seeing from these spacecraft that are flying at incredible speeds, <clears throat> and they have they show no propulsion at all. You know, like if you see, like they've shown images, uh, videos of what like a jet. A jet, a jet looks like um, in a radar, you know? Yeah. So, like, you see the, the jet propulsion, right? Or whatever you want to call it. And, but they show these, these, um, these spacecrafts that they see, or UFOs or whatever you want to call them. Um, and they have no, they, no kind of propulsion or anything. It's just there. And they move so erratically, like up, down, left, right. They all kinds of, we have nothing like that. Yeah. Or at least that we know of. Yeah, that, exactly. But I mean, so anyway, I don't know. I mean, you know, do they exist? Yes. Long and short of it. I, I think they exist. I, I think at some point it'll be just like you just said earlier that, did we ever think that they would come out and say that? I think at some point something's going to get released to where they'll come out with some more information. But I just like to see a picture. I just want to know what they look like. You know, do they look like us? Do they look like 
Hey, they say they could be walking among us, so you never know. And that's the case. I might have dated one. You could have. Yeah, I, I think a couple times, actually, but that's a different story for a different podcast. Well, your last one could have been that. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's, uh... <laughs> well, they figured out that... Um, they figured out that UFOs were not making crop circles. That's for sure. Yeah, it's. I think I don't know what's more impressive—the thought that it was an alien that did it, or the people that actually did uh, it. I think it's more impressive that the people actually designed it, took the time to figure out where it needed to go, laid it out, did all the measurement, and then out, and then went out and and the the designs are. It's insane. Wild, and they're also symmetrical and they're also good looking. I mean, it's like you look at them and you're like, yeah, I could believe an alien did that because, I mean, they are. I watched a video on how one farmer did it and it was, he literally he had like a, a, a two by four and, some, was, yeah. and some rope. And yeah. it was just the fact that he was able to make this huge, is, I mean, it was beautiful, you know, in a weird way, but. Yeah, so you would almost you wish it was aliens, but it's more impressive knowing that just like Jimbo out in Iowa did it himself. Yeah, I mean, first of all, why would aliens do that? Yeah, here we are. We we we're not gonna talk to you. We're just gonna leave these nice symmetrical yeah. shapes in the middle of a cornfield. I mean, why do that? But anyway, so they found out that that wasn't happening. But yeah, yeah I think it was super impressive. I think it's funny because I think there are still people that didn't want to realize that, okay, people are doing it. They're like, no, come with us. We're actually, we did it. We're actually doing it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. UFOs did it. No, I'm telling you, I did that one. Here is the drawing of it. You know, <laughs> I designed it. That's what someone would say if they didn't want me to think a UFO did it. People are crazy, man. And, and they then, want it. They want it. They want it so bad. And I think it's, I, I, I believe in them. I just think if you wait, the time will come and things will get released. So, Well, let me ask you this. So since we're talking about things that, uh, you know, UFOs are, been to, are coming to light, what's something that's talked about that you think is just absolutely far-fetched and there's no way it's real? Like one of those things that you're like, yeah, there's no way that that's a true happening. There's no way that's a true occurrence. Mm, I don't know. I hate to say it on this podcast, but it's a whole, it's a religious thing. Uh, I hate, I hate to say it. Well, we, you know, <laughs> so we can go to, we can go to number two, option number two then. <laughs> um, no, I've had that discussion. I don't, I try to stay away from that stuff. Um, yeah, that's fair. I don't know, man. I mean, probably Bigfoot. You don't think, you don't think Sasquatch is out there just chilling? So here's my, here's my dilemma with that. So, do I think there was a Bigfoot or Sasquatch or, you know, whatever you want to call it? Um, what are they called? What, what are they called? The um, the ones that are in the, like, the the snowy north. Uh, yetis. Yetis. Whatever you want to call They're all the same thing. So have, have people seen things that, that may resemble that or may make you scratch your head? Probably have has one existed somewhere I'm sure at some point my dilemma to get back to that is how come in all the years nobody has ever found one it's like they haven't died 
you would think that they would die somewhere and somebody would run across it. And nobody, I don't know, maybe somebody has found things that they've left behind. But the, the most important thing to me is you would think that at some point these things would be, would die and you would find it somewhere. Yeah. So how come it, I mean, and the only thing that's ever been really found of their, their evidence other than like shaky video from the seventies is footprints. Yeah, but, yeah those, but anybody can make those. Yeah, those can be made by, you know, I mean, bears have pretty big feet, you know. Um, bears have, some of the bears have enormous feet. Yeah, Sasquatch is very, variably described as a primate ranging from 6 to 15 feet, uh, standing erect on two feet, often giving off a foul smell and either moving silently or emitting a high-pitched cry. I know regular people like that. <laughs> Six feet, smell bad. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So, I think I think there probably has been quite a few times that bears have been mistaken for for a for Sasquatch. I really do, <clears throat> because the big, the really big bears can stand. 12, 14 feet on their, you know, on two legs and walk. You know, bears are not the little tiny, fuzzy, cute things. Not all of them. Some of them are like Kodiak bears and stuff. And you can fact check this. Kodiak bears, I think, can stand between 10 to 15 feet tall on two legs. They are massive. I mean, hell, a polar bear is, is massive seen a polar bear like up close like like i'm on one side of a of a window and the other i don't know how thick the window was it was like six inches thick but he was on the other side and he's huge was he drinking a coca-cola no but i can tell you this so i walked down in this little gully it was it was at the zoo so i walked down this little it was a hill that walked down so you could see the glass see him swimming in the pool i'm I'm not the tallest person. I'm like 5'10", 5'11", somewhere around there. The top of the glass was probably, I would say that I can remember somewhere probably six and a half feet. And then you had a big wall above that. That was probably another three or four feet. And the bear was standing with his paws on top of that. So it was a big ass polar bear. They're huge. I say it says uh, so a polar or a Kodiak bear standing on like when it's all in all fours is about five foot tall, but when they sit on their back feet, they can be over ten foot tall. And then uh, a polar bear. So ten foot. Ten foot, yeah, ten foot. That's that, the biggest that, Kodiak. That's yeah, that's what they they can be over ten feet tall. That's still big. That's, Think I mean, about that. That's, it's huge. That's as tall as a basketball yeah, goal. Yeah, I mean that's they're, you know they're peaking almost up to the second floor of. A, Could you imagine seeing something standing like that? And no, pro- he's probably what four foot wide. Yeah, I would shit Five myself and curl into a ball. I mean that's really all you can do at that point. Um, and then let's see. So it looks like polar bears are about the same size. So about but uh, about ten feet. That's just this massive. What that's is big. It? Is is what what is the there's a saying is like. Um, uh, brown is like black will attack. Brown is, uh, there's some kind of saying when it comes to the bears. I can't remember. Hold on. 
I don't know. They're all to me. It's like, look, just stay clear. Yeah. Just stay. And if they have kids, oh, stay exactly. even farther from right. them. Don't don't mess with them. Don't try to feed them. The worst thing to do is trying to feed them. Just stay away from them. Look at them from a very far distance. Um, I've been close to them. I mean, I've been in a boat. Um, I've seen one catching salmon on the side of the river <clears throat> before. That's cool. In, in Alaska. I mean, yeah. it's it's a cool thing, but I can tell you, I, I was in a boat. I was probably, I don't know, 40, 50 yards from it, and that was far enough. Yeah. That was close enough for me to be. <laughs> I, I don't want to – I think they're beautiful animals, but I do not want to be – you don't realize how big a damn bear is. You it, just don't. You look at their paws compared to a human head – I mean, a good-sized bear, like you look at those Kodiak bear, even a big grizzly bear, their paws are bigger than your head. And you wonder how they can rip people apart, it's, you know? Uh, it's crazy. It, I'm sorry. It's crazy. It really is. It's, yeah, it's it's scary. So this, the, here's what I was talking about, just so I don't sound crazy. Um, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lay down. And if it's white, say goodnight. That's the... Yeah, I, I, I'm not fighting. I mean, it, what I, I mean... <laughs> I don't know it. what I'm. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I can. T- I, I, my first instinct would probably try to be. I don't know. I don't even know what I would. I'd be so scared. <laughs> I would probably try to run as fast as I can because I know I'm not going to beat up a bear. I'm just not. I don't mm-hmm. care. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe if I got a good swing off and and hit him in the face, maybe he'll back off. But what's to say it doesn't piss him oh, off? That's, yeah, that would be and he he slaps me, and next thing you know, he decapitates you. I get the bear that takes it personal and is like, "Oh yeah, I'm an, I'm you." Yeah, that's that's all turn. you have. <laughs> it's, oh, you know, oh, yeah. my sister hits hard. You don't want to do the slap game with a bear. <laughs> no. I can promise you. No, I'm, you yeah. will not win that one. That's funny. Yeah. That's they're they're beautiful animals. I've seen. I've seen grizzly bears and polar bears close up. Like, like I said, that polar bear I saw was, you know, closer than me and you right now. Yeah. But there was a thick piece of glass and a big rock wall. But still, you put yourself, I do, you think about it for a second. You go, what if I was out somewhere and that thing was staring at me? What do you do? You don't know what you do. No. You can sit here and go, fuck, I'd fight back. You may just drop dead of a heart attack. I think that's probably where I would fall into in the category, you know. But yeah, it is. It's um, I, I like to keep myself out of those situations though, as well. I'm one of the uh, the the more cautious of the people when it comes to that. I've seen I've seen those out in the wilderness. I've seen a lot of different animals in the wilderness, but that is definitely one that I would stay clear of. Those and geese, geese are. Different. We have twenty geese that come in our backyard every morning. It's, they are Satan's spawn, geese. They're, they're nasty. They're the worst animals ever. I hate geese. They shit everywhere. Every about fact check this. They shit literally, like looking. I can't. I don't. They shit several times a minute. <laughs> They look at how many pounds of shit geese give up in a day or a month or a year. It is incredible. That's all they do. If you look at our backyard, there could be nothing there. Like I could cut the grass and there'd be nothing there. And then they would come through and it would be like there were 8 million. (laughs) So geese, geese can poop as much as once every 12 minutes. 
so they can leave up to two pounds of poop per day. There you go. That's crazy. It's a lot. If, if I did that, I'd be a lot skinnier. I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> it's crazy. I know I've said several times a minute, but you take 20 geese. I mean, that's 24 in, pounds of shit a day. A day in your backyard. <laughs> it's not going to be all in our backyard, but half of it's in our backyard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Geese can shit. That's all they do is eat and shit. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I know people like that too, though. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> you think you two pounds, that's what it was? Yeah. That's all. I mean, I don't think a goose weighs, but, but maybe it, 10, 15 at the most. Yeah, but you got to look at what they poop. It's, it's like a pellet. So you think two pounds of that, that's a lot. It's a ton. It's everywhere. And we have, literally, we have 20 because um, we started out with a lot a while back and it diminished. And then we had a couple that would hang around. And the next thing you know, a couple more came. And then they had babies. And now they have, we have 20 of them. Counting the other day, we have 20 of them that will come in at one time. And you hear them coming over the roof in the morning. It is loud. Yeah. It is. I mean, it is because they're all honking <laughs> and it's super loud. It's crazy. It'll wake you up. It's usually about five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. I saw online somebody called them cobra chickens. I think is what they <laughs> called them. Cobra chickens. That's a pretty accurate description. But yeah, those are, yeah, that's my least favorite animal. I think I like all animals, but those are just, nope. I don't, I would not be upset if geese just never appear, appeared again. Well, I know that if they weren't so dirty, we would have a lot of food in our backyard because I would kill them and cook them. But yeah, I guess that's what they uh, is that the, that was the meal uh, the Cratchits ate right in the in the Christmas story. Was the, the well goose. the Christmas goose Christmas was the Christmas goose? Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I got to uh, we got to take a time out. I got to get something to drink. All right. All right, you ready? We'll get you a little. All right. All right. Speaking of something good, uh, I wish I could get sponsored by these people, but Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Guinness, if you're listening. Thanks for picking these up. We enjoy Ireland and the many splendors that come from your country. Man, I've always wanted to go to Ireland. I would, I'd like to go over there too. I think it'd be cool. I think I've got Irish in my heritage. I'm not sure. I need to do a 23andMe. Is my my folks don't know. You do a twenty three and me, and then they got your DNA, man. Yeah, oh hell, they've already got it, man. They, they got twenty four hours. I got a a tracker on my wrist, a tracker in my pocket, two trackers in my pocket, really. I mean, they you know they already and I got my microchip. I got the you know I got the COVID vaccine, so know. they know where I'm at already. Anyway, there's not much. If they're watching me, they're they're probably bored, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I wanted to do the twenty three and me. Um, but I don't know. I just like to know because you know my um my mom's mom when she was alive, she did she kept up with the family genealogy stuff yeah. and she had boxes full of stuff that she printed out. But who know? I have I mean that stuff's probably in you know a, a landfill somewhere now because it's yeah there's no telling where it's at. Um, so not to you know not to make you you know too envious of me, but um. One of my claims to fame, I'm related to two very famous people uh, in my genealogy. So, okay. one, I'm related to the Tin Man from um, Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. What's uh, his name? Uh, Jim Haley. 
Okay. His name, I believe. <clears throat> there you go. I have to I have to double check that one, but I think it's Jim Haley. Haley is um, it's uh, you like that name? Yeah. Oh God, let's edit that out. Uh, <laughs> um, and, who's the other one? Um, so um, a little known lady by the name of Pocahontas. No. Yeah, I I have. Now, do you know that for a fact? I like mean, you have documentation. My memo, man. I didn't even know Pocahontas was real. Oh yeah, she's not just a Disney character. John Smith was real too. Now the way it went down in real life, she didn't get with John Smith. That's not how. How do you know that? Because that's just the way it went down. Because man. that's what y'all want to believe. No, read a book, bro. Because she's not a. Yeah, John Smith. She doesn't sleep she, around. She got with. I can't remember the other dude's name, but um. Yeah, anyway, so my 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 memo swear swore yeah, up and down. She swore. Swore. But no. you don't have documentation. No, so you had, need to do it. she had the paper. I don't know, man. Okay, you need to do you need to do one cuz you've seen the commercial where the guy thought he was he was wearing his he was German or something like whatever. I don't know. You see the commercial. Yeah. Thought yeah. he was this and he took it and then the next thing you know he's something else. I mean, I'm so I'm I'm I have I have different stuff. I, I have part of my family my dad's side of the family is from um Germany and Poland. So I have German in me, Polish in me. More than that, I don't know. But from my mom's side, it's um Indian, Cherokee Indian. So but it's like great grandparents on back are like full blooded Cherokee Indian. Yeah, see, we that, that's the thing. I I know I had. It wasn't enough to get a scholarship, but I know it <sighs> I was. Know. I know it was enough. I need to protest. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, everybody came over here and took my ancestors' land. Yeah. Without asking. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty upset. <clears throat> yeah, I need to. I need to get. <laughs> they need to give me some money for that. I let's just open a casino. Is that Maybe. If, if we have land. And we, I should we get. I should be your, able to get loans and stuff like that based yeah. on my my ancestor, shouldn't I? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I, Jack Haley. I'm sorry. It was the name. Jack Haley. Jack Haley. Okay. Um, infamous. He's my third or fourth, co- fifth cousin, something like that. I don't know. My dad swears, but that's the thing. Is I'm going based off the. You word need to do. You need to do. Yeah, but he's going based off of what he was told. Yeah, and he's not. It's not a blood relative. He's a married, married into the family. So, uh, but um, well, that makes a huge difference still, now. Still, I mean, I'm related to the Tin Man. Just get over it. All right, it's 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 part related, of but you're not you're not blood. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears> just do a twenty three. Do one and let me know how it goes, and then I'll do one. Yeah, no, I'd like to. I, you know, because it's it's a thing. I, I, Growing up, we never we had like a family crest on the wall, but yeah. um, the story, you know, is my last name, and it's not a very common last name, which is kind of cool. I do yeah. like that when people hear my last name is Story, I always get asked, "Oh, are you related to blah 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 up and blah blah blah?" You know, and and I never am. I have no idea who they're talking about. So you know, it, it is kind of cool having a name that's not very um very common, but um. A lot of people like my last name too. Manchester's a cool name, man. That's uh that is a you know. I've had people I had somebody hit me up on Instagram. He's an Olympic bobsledder. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, wanted me to he's over in where was he from? Was Jamaica? Jamaica. Well, no, Bob he was Street. like he was from like England or something like that and wanted me to come over and, and film some of their stuff and 
Um, he said, man, you got the best name anyone could ever have. And I was like, appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, it is. It's a strong, it's strong. You know, you uh, think- I mean, it's, well, I mean, it is, you know, you got Manchester United, you got Manchester City. There's a lot of, there are a lot of cities named Manchester. There's some very famous cities named Manchester, <clears throat> but it is a strong name. Yeah. But no, I was also cool. told, that's why I want to do this is because I was told, and my uncle's pretty good at what he says. He's pretty knowledgeable of a lot of things and he's knowledgeable. He's just knowledgeable about history and stuff. You know, he just spouts stuff off like nobody's business. But he supposedly, our name manifested from a different name. Like they, they, we, the people, you know, our ancestors came over here, obviously, just like everybody else did. But the name was like Manchevsky or something like that. But when they changed it, and people have changed their last names to morph it into something else. So supposedly our name, they had dropped some letters and picked up one or something like that and turned it into Manchester. I don't know how true that is. Um, I'd like to find out. Yeah, no, that would be cool. You know, I, yeah, that's, it's, um, you know, I know a lot of people that know, you know, like, you know, it would be cool to have like a group to identify with, you know what I mean? Instead of just being, as far as I know, I'm just a, a white dude from the South, you know, and pretty much. And so it would be, it would be cool to know what the lineage is and, and, uh, where exactly, you know, the stories came from. Um, well, it's. I think it's a cool thing. I mean, yeah. if it's like factual, I think it's really interesting to see. I think the older you get, you really want to see where you've your family came from. Because, sure. like you said, you didn't you didn't come from North Carolina. No, you you know, I didn't come from Savannah. My my dad. I mean, I did, but what I'm saying is, our you know, that's not where we started yeah where the journey began so it would be really cool to see just how far it goes back and where you can figure out um how many people you're connected to sure because you don't i mean look i think everybody's related I mean, somehow some way so everybody is is related I and mean, you want to go back to the to the to the good word it all came from two you look, know what i mean man i could shoot so many holes in the bible <laughs> I mean, people don't want to hear it, but look, you started out with two people. How did you populate the earth? Yeah. You know, you're supposedly not be able, you can't, look, I don't want to get deep into this. Yeah, sorry. That was my fault. I didn't know. No, I mean, it's, look. But, but yeah, anyway, but yeah, it would be, it would be nice to know. You know, it's, I think it's, um, that's one thing I've kind of always envied is, is, you know, you watch. I mean, it's as dumb as this may sound. Like watching like a um, a foreign, like a, like the the World Cup. Even I mean, yeah, I'm American, right? I'm proud to be American. I will be until the day I die. Well, you're North America. You're yeah. from United States. Yeah, Let's, yeah. I mean, America. <clears throat> because America, America, you got South America, Central America, North America. So we're we're American. Take the yeah, A off the front. It's just a M E R I C A from the United States. I'm American. Um, you know, it would be cool, you know, cause it's, um, you know, uh, other than like, uh, my, I feel like my culture is kind of dumbed down to like Garth Brooks and country, you know, country music and, and line dancing and stuff. So I like to, to have like a, a deeper understanding of, of where, where it all began, what, what, what the, uh, the origins are would be really cool. Um, but you know, that's, 
I have to do that, and maybe that can be something we can talk about in the future. Maybe I'll I'll do a twenty three and Me, and then we can kind of go over it. And... Yeah, I mean, I like to know. I'm, I've I've thought about it for a long time, and and it would be super interesting. I just I would really like to get down to where the hell my family came from. Yep, exactly. I mean, I but but I've have such. I mean, it's such contrasting uh, when you look at. Um, when you look at where my mom side is from, and then you look at where my, my, my dad's side is from, it's just so different. So it'd be really cool to see, you know, how those came about and, you know, to see really just how, so I, I said it were Cherokee, but for some reason I thought that I've heard somewhere that it wasn't Cherokee and it was another, one. I just don't know what Indian it would be. Um, Navajo? Um, what's from, look and see what, look and see what Indians are from, from South Georgia, Cherokee are from around here, but I think there was another group of Indians that were pretty close to here too. I want to say Lumbee. I think they were like around South Carolina, but you had Cherokee and, and something else. I think I'm not sure which one it was, but I've always thought that we were Cherokee, but for some reason I felt like we were something else. Maybe I heard it from somewhere. I mean, I, I know, I know, I know that Lumbee, I'm almost positive they were South Carolina. So it looks like South Georgia, you've got the Appalachian Indians. You've got the Muscogee Creek Indians. I used to live in Muskogee County, Columbus, Georgia. Shout out the Hitch Hitchiti. I don't want to mess, mess this up. The Hitchiti Indians, the Oconee Indians, Oconee, Oconee. That's what's it. The Mikosuke Indians and the Timu Timakuu Timakua. We need to fact check here. Yeah. <laughs> the, and the Yamas. Okay, so it looks like more the Yama, Yamacraw Yamasi. Indians and the Gwale Indians are so Gwale. God, I apologize if I'm butchering this. That's that's actually concentrated in Savannah, uh, Savannah Richmond Hill area. Are um, the Gwale G U A L E Indians? Uh, they live along the coastline of Georgia from the Savannah River to St Andrews Sound. Um, they live and um, they were semi agricultural, uh, Muscogean people. So that's cool. They were discovered by the Spaniards from Florida. The Florida Spaniards pronounced Guale Indians Wally. So they called them Wally Indians. In 1597, the Guale Indians rebelled against the Spaniards. And uh, they died. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really going to have to do that then. Because yeah. where, how about Lumbee Indian? They were, are they South Carolina? Um, so the Shawnee comes up. They kind of go into South Carolina. Um, and then, um, the Yuki, Yuki Indians and there's no Lumbee. I'm telling you, man, let's check this out. I'm telling you, it's gotta be somewhere around there. That's cool though. I didn't know Muskogee. I love me a Columbus, Georgia's. Well, yeah, because you had the Muskogee Airmen, remember? Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I thought that was the Tuskegee Airmen. It is. <laughs> we'll edit that part out. No, that. we won't. That was just me trying to be funny. Um, 
because Indians did not fly airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least not that I know of. I mean, they, they might didn't. have. I don't know. Let's see. North Carolina. There you go. North Carolina. So I was right. I was par- partially right. And see, where I'm from, uh, up in Tennessee, there was the Chickasaw the Chickasaw tribe. Yeah. Yeah, that was the big one. That was the big park we, you know, everybody went to for field trips and stuff was the Chickas- Chickasaw. That's near Memphis. Yeah. So the Cherokee are one of the indigenous people of the southeastern woodlands of the United States. Yep, they're up near. They actually, um, where I went to college was right next to the Cherokee Indian Reserve um, in Cherokee, North Carolina. All right, so I'm definitely, I've, I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to do that because. I think that'd be cool. It'd be cool, uh, cool to talk about, you know, kind of deep. Well, I really, need, I need to find out because I've always thought that we, you know, the, the word Cherokee has always came up and you know, um, when it says, I mean, the Cherokee were in parts of Georgia. So it says, yeah, there are 11 different native American tribes that were mentioned in the Georgia map. So Cherokee, Appalachian, Muscogee Creek, Hichiti, Oconee, Mikasuki, uh, Timukua, Yamasee, Wale, Shawnee, and the Yuki Indians. And I again, I apologize for butchering any and possibly all of those names. Yeah, you probably butchered all of them. It's all right. It's okay though. So I don't know. I'm definitely gonna have to do one. I got to, because I want to find out. I mean, it's <clears throat> super interesting. Yeah, no, and absolutely. it'd be you know to find out that it actually isn't Cherokee and that it's something else would be pretty cool. Yeah. So. To know that my tribe was decimated by Spaniards, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, I mean, it could have been uh, part of the the with the Croatoan out at uh, in um, um, North Carolina. Those islands there, you know, the people that just disappeared out of nowhere. The Roanoke was it Roanoke? Yes, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I don't know nothing about that. I lived there for eight years, but I don't know anything about that. No, that's one thing about North Carolina. You can live there. It's not a very interesting place. It's not, <laughs> except for the fact that it's where they did first flight. Yep. First in flight, 48th in education, North Carolina. Come on. Yeah, not. <laughs> it's a pretty state. Yeah, no, there's a lot. I mean, the mountains. I love the mountains. I um, spent four four years of my life in the, in the um, Appalachian Mountains, Blue Ridge Mountains. We're actually going to... Uh, we're going up to Asheville. Beautiful up there. Good beer city. On the twelfth, we're going up there to um, the big mansion. Yeah. Oh, the Biltmore. Yep. Vanderbilt's. Going to go up there and see that. I've actually have never been there. It's cool, man. It's. I've the been by it. I just never been there. Home of the first indoor pool. Uh, it's pretty neat. They got um, you know, I I would love to go in there after hours at night because I'm sure that place is just haunted. Oh, it's haunted, but it's a really cool experience, man. It's, um, it's, um, it's very, very tight quarters, you know, it's really? very, because it's kind of the way they have it mapped out and there's actually parts of the house that they won't let people go into, which is kind of neat too. I'm sure you could probably do a deep dive into just that house, yeah. is, you know, but, um, it's beautiful up there and, uh, the view when you're on their, the back balcony, when you're looking over their land, man, oh man, it's, it's gorgeous. How much is that house worth? How much? I don't know. Yeah. Let's, let's find out. Twenty million. Oh, I would say I would say more than that, probably. Really? I think so. Maybe not. I mean, 
in the North Carolina mountains. I know it's a big place. Uh, I don't know. It may be worth more than that now because it's so. Let's see. Thirty-seven million is okay. the last appraisal. I wasn't that far off. Yeah, and that was in two thousand seventeen, and it, it sits on a land that is valued at sixty-four million. So if you had the house into the land, so you're looking okay, at a yeah. hundred and eleven yeah. million dollars, or no, hundred and one million dollars. Excuse me. But you know the land is probably you knew that had to be more expensive. Oh yeah, where it's, it's situated at? It's gorgeous, Shit. man. It's. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It's got they got the old timey um, dumbbells and 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 um, weights. You know the big circular weights like you think of the he men back in the the day working out with. Um, and if you like wine, there's good wine. And then that's I've I, well yeah I'll be curious to see how good the wine is. It uh, it's not bad. I've had it not there, but I've had it other places. And um, and then Asheville is the number one beer city in the country. So they got great beer. Really? Oh yeah, have like years running. They've been the number one. There in Charlotte are in the top five like every year. I would never guess that. Yeah. Why is Asheville the number one beer? Uh, water supply. So they got the they got the fresh. Is it water. number one tasting or just number one? So I think it's breweries per capita or whatever. And then I actually I can probably look that up. What the let's see number one beer? I would never. I would not. I would have never guessed Asheville for that. Let's see. Oh, so they were overtaken by Grand Rapids, Michigan in That's a weird one. Wow. Especially when you're talking about water yeah. in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids is... Oh, so... So, uh, number one was Grand Rapids. for This is for 2021, so this is the most recent... Uh, St. Louis, Missouri came into. Of course, See, I was going to, I was just about to say, Budweiser, and I was, I, was, I was about to say, to me, if if somebody would have said, asked me that question, the first thing I would have probably said was St. Louis. Yeah. Just because of Anheuser Busch. And Asheville comes, Asheville comes in third. So that's, hey, they've kind of fallen from grace. But there are so St. So St. Louis and then. Asheville. Yeah, but you got to look at how. I mean, there's a shit ton of changing in in beer and craft beers over the past ten years. Oh yeah, and people. I mean, breweries pop up everywhere. Oh, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like um, living in Charlotte, so I left spent you know about half of my life in Charlotte, and it was, you know, it used to be there were two main breweries there. There was the old Mecklenburg Brewery and the Noda Brewery were the two main predominant ones. And now it's like every corner. I know they're everywhere, man. Every it's corner. just like here. They got brewers here. And yeah, I mean, so and uh, Charlotte came in number 10. So um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee was number nine. Milwaukee's the home of uh, that's Miller Brewing. I mean, that's Coors yeah, Light. Yeah, but Light. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I know I said I'd probably say St. Louis, but. I would probably I'd probably go between St. Louis and Milwaukee if I had to guess yeah. if somebody would ask that question. Well, you, you because Milwaukee's famous Milwaukee's famous from a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, Miller High Life, man. That's uh it's a special Milwaukee thing. is a cool town. Cool excuse me, it's a cool city. Yeah, I've never been. It's not it's just like any other city. There's places that aren't that safe, but it's a really cool place. Phenomenal food. Yeah. Um it's just a cool place. All, a lot of old buildings, just like most places. But it's just, they've kept a lot of things intact. And it's, I mean, Wisconsin's a beautiful state. 
I've never been up that way. I'd like to. I, I, hell, I mean, I haven't been to a lot of places. I'm I'm not the most traveled person in the world, but that would be that'd be a cool place to visit. That's yeah. That's where my dad was from. I've been up there a lot. Really? But that yeah, that's that's a that's a cool city to visit. Um, yeah, but it's a beautiful state. I mean, they have a lot of farmland because it's like the cheese capital of the country. Oh yeah. Probably cheese capital of the world. I check that. But I think it, it's one of the two, if not both. But it, they got cows everywhere. It's like every every place they could put a cow, they got one. Um, they have a place called, what is it called? I don't know what it's called. Um, it's like Mars Cheese Castle or some shit like that. But they have so many good cheeses, man. Last time we came through, last couple times we came through there, we stopped and bought a shit ton of cheese. Like a hundred and something dollars worth of cheese. It's just good stuff, man. Uh, so Plymouth. Plymouth is now the cheese capital of the world. I'm trying to find out where Plymouth is. Plymouth, Massachusetts? Yeah, that's what it, it just says Plymouth. It doesn't say... That's the only Plymouth I know. Like Plymouth Rock. Yeah, it doesn't. it doesn't. It just says Plymouth. Where does Wisconsin fall? Uh, let's see. I mean, they got to be up there. I mean, it's that's what it is. It's a dairy state. I'm a little disappointed now. <laughs> Let's see. Top cheese states. Wisconsin's number one. There you go. See? Uh, California is number two. That's weird. Yeah, I don't want any, any cheese from California. Uh, liberal, I, liberal I cheese. It's all government cheese out there. <laughs> <laughs> liberal cheese. Ida, Idaho's number three. No way. Yeah. Because Idaho, so they're number three in cheese. Is that, I wonder if that's dairy, but it's cheese. I mean, when I say dairy, I mean, I wonder if it's like just a dairy state or if it's cheese because Idaho is like probably the biggest potato state. Hey, I mean, those are two things that go really well together. Cheese and potatoes. Oh, man. And uh, yep. depends on what kind of cheese you put on it. Yeah. Cheese, have you had, have, you've had to have had cheese curds, fried cheese curds. Oh, man, absolutely, I have. That, I can't get enough of that stuff. I could eat that all day. Yeah. Cheese curds, fried. So, yeah, it's and, amazing. You know, at, you know, I don't know if we talk about industries we're in on this podcast or not. I don't know if it's anything you've ever mentioned. But anyway, in our line of work, um, I go in a lot of convenience stores, gas stations, and uh, I was actually in one the other day that was selling packaged uh, cheese curds. Like, and it, it was a gas station, which you know, obviously, I'm not going to buy cheese curds from a gas station. I wouldn't either. But they look gourmet. I mean, they look good. And I was, I was like, man, maybe I should try these. But I, I you know, I, I value my time, and I didn't want to spend half of it in the bathroom. So, fried cheese curds, though. Yeah, they were they were prepackaged. Man. I don't, I, so I don't know how that would work, but. I'm talking about when they make them and they bring them out mm -hmm. and they're, oh yeah, man. oh yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, phenomenal. No, First no. time I ever tried them, I was like, I mean, I don't mind cheese curds, but I mean, how good could they actually taste? Yep. And then the first, I mean, I was like, God, <laughs> we got to order more of these things. Life man. changed. It's a, it's kind of like those loaded tots. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. So for those that don't know, Jason and I have one lunch about <laughs> once a week, and. um World of beer, cheese tots. At Shout World out, of beer. yeah. That's another person. If we can get a sponsor from them, that'd be great. So if you're listening, World of Beer, we love your cheese tots. Um, no, 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 loaded tots. Loaded tots. Excuse me. Yes, yes. Tots. with jalapenos. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, you don't eat the jalapenos because you don't, don't like spicy I, stuff. I don't. I, I will am, eat them all day. I'm uh, a, a big baby when it comes to anything with spice, but um, yeah, and this is uh, this is great. This has been great conversation, man. I um, really enjoy it. It's um, it's nice to talk. I mean, we've we've, we've talked about a little bit of everything, you know. Um, I really really have enjoyed doing this with you, man. Yeah, man. It's a uh, you know, it's a good outlet. Yeah, it's fun, and, you know, and if you're listening, we appreciate you listening. Yeah, there's people listening. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's so, yeah, it's just a good way to, you know, I don't know, there's a lot of things you could talk about. I mean, there's, you know, people are interested about certain things and not interested about other things, but, I mean, it's, it's really about what's going on in today's world, and there's a lot of shit going on right now that is, um, you know, important. But I probably the most important thing is like we talked about at the beginning is is things getting back to normal. And not all countries are like that either. Oh no. We're we're very and even our our area in just our country, we've we're very lucky to be in the place that we're at as far as that goes. But um I mean there's countries over in Europe, yeah. I mean they're shut down. Well, I mean, even I think Canada, I don't even think Canada is hardly opened up well i think if you go there you have to they're still making you mandatory 14-day quarantine and if you there's a lot of countries like that yeah i mean we have a we i mean i think hawaii's like that yeah yeah they were yeah of course that one kind of makes you wonder like oh hotels getting a they're making you stay in a hotel for two weeks it's like well oh. anybody that would go on vacation and go quarantine for 14 days in hawaii is an idiot anyway there's no way i would do that just gotta go to Mexico. That's where I'm. That's where I'm going this year. They don't care. You just gotta. <laughs> you're good coming in. You just gotta test po- uh, test negative coming out. Well, we're gonna wait. We we wanted to go somewhere this year, but we're gonna wait and go next year and hope that everything starts to open back up. So that it's it's just wide open. I mean, you can just fly somewhere. Now you may have to have documentation. You may have to have. I don't know if you'll have to have vaccinations, but if you do, you do. But it, you, you may have to take a test. Yeah. You know, I mean. And that's one thing I wonder, are they, you know, so people are getting vaccinated. And it is, it is kind of one of those things where you, you there is, we're, we're test subjects. I mean, you really want to be truly, you really want to truly dive no into shit. it. We're kind of, we're kind of test, test dummies for this stuff. Um so, you know, uh, I know that they've put test time into it, but, um, you know, but how long will a vaccination be good for? Is it going to become like a flu shot? Is it going to be something that you have to stay regularly up on? Is it something that we're going to have to continue to do for the rest of our lives? Um, or is it just, you know, eventually once it kind of fizzles out and is gone, are we just going to get back to normal and it's going to be like it never happened? You know, I, you just you wonder. Well, I saw, I did not read it, but I saw a title the other day on a, on a, um, on an article that said that vaccines could last years. Now, yeah, they're they're thinking that you know, like Moderna, and so it could last years, but <clears throat> which would be good. I mean, my thing is, I believe it's going to be end up being like the flu shot. I mean, this is going to be like the flu. It's going to be, there's going to be cases around. If you want to get vaccinated, you can. If you don't, don't. Um, 
you know, I had a friend that I'd known for a long time. It was a really good friend of mine. I hadn't seen him in forever, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he was one of my best friends that um, went to school together. We played sports together. Um, so, we, you know, at one time we were really tight, but, you know, he just passed away a couple of weeks ago um, from COVID. That's awful, man. He was in the hospital for like 35 days and they put him on a respirator and when they took him off he ended up passing away but i mean you know so i mean it's a serious thing yeah you know it's oh, a yeah, it's absolutely. a respiratory it gives you respiratory problems it just does i just think they still don't know the extent of the damage that it could actually do to you you know and i still think i don't give a shit what people say it came from a it it, it did not it was not from a uh a wet market and shit like that it came from a lab oh absolutely i mean and that's so. i think those fauci emails of course that's another thing you could just spend hours talking about is that those fauci emails was the wuhan mm-hmm. uh, laboratory i mean that that kind of that was really damning evidence that the, this stuff has been worked on and looked at and um which is scary in itself too you know that, that well they, you don't know if it was released on purpose i don't i don't think it was and you know, it does who gives a shit? One way or the other, it got out. But what's crazy, what's crazy is that something in fucking China, something in China that was released from a lab, fuck me up here in Savannah. Yeah. In right. Savannah, Georgia. Right, exactly. You know, so it ruined me for like nine days. Well, actually longer than that, because I had, you know, it, it, I was in bed, literally, no shit, in bed for like nine days. No, it was seven, excuse me, seven or was it? So it was well. It was Saturday to Sunday. Saturday to the following Sunday. So it was over a week. I was in bed, in bed, not being able to do anything. You know. Oh yeah. You, for, the, for those of you listening, if you didn't encounter anybody with COVID over this time period, talking to Jason, like I've known Jason for a couple of years now, and I he's a very, you know, motivated hardworking, he's always go on the go kind of guy to hear somebody like him. I mean, not to say, you know, to be dramatic <laughs> and say he was on his deathbed, but this I was dude, on my deathbed. His dude did not sound, he just sounded so awful. Um, it was, I, I haven't heard anybody sound that sick ever in my life. It was awful. I felt like I was on my deathbed. Yeah, I mean, a matter of fact, I mean, <clears throat> you know, the wife wanted me to go to the hospital and this was, this was that March when it was really starting. So if I would have went to the hospital, I probably would not be sitting here right now because they probably would have put me on a respirator. Yeah, you know telling exactly because it was so new then they yeah. didn't know how to treat it. So oh. that's what's crazy. That's what I think about. I'm like, man, thank God I hate hospitals. Yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, uh, it's just, it's, it is a, it, it's a, it's a real thing. I just, I think that, it's easily contained, and I think it's easily beaten on for for the most part by most people. Uh, it just takes time. Yep. But I th- also think it matters how healthy you are, how you, how well you take care of yourself. Um, if you take a lot of vitamins and stuff like that, a lot of vitamin D, vitamin C, things you know that you need to take, uh, and that you eat healthy and just you know, I mean I know there's a lot of people who go fuck it I ain't exercising and don't. But if you want to, if you if you want to have a shitty life, 
and you end up getting COVID, then chances of you, you know, recouping from that are not that good. Yeah. You know, so it's just the long and short of it, man. And I'm not saying I'm the perfect health, but I think I'm in, I was in good enough health that, that I recovered from it, even though it took me a while to do so. Well, I will tell the people listening, there are a lot of all seeing eyes in Jason's house. So I don't know if he joined the Illuminati and that's what happened, but you didn't hear it from me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, it was awful, man. Yeah. I'll no, tell I, you, it was bad. It was, that was the worst I'd heard another human being sound <laughs> and when being sick, man. I, I, I felt bad for you. I wouldn't want it again. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, um, and I know that the, the, the friend of mine that passed away, that was, that's the closest it hit home. Yeah. And then I have another really good friend of mine that I talk to all the time that was in for, I think it was 13 days. That's yeah. That's he was in the hospital, but he, you know, he, he overcame it, but it took him a while. Yeah. But it's, um, it's not a fun thing, man. So will the vaccines help? I don't know. Yeah. Um, time will tell. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to be told to clean your hands and shit like that. You should do it anyway, but you know, just, I don't know, man. I think um, I think it's going to be like everything else. It's just going to start to be like a flu and everything. It's just going to be a yearly thing. Yeah. So how you take care of yourself and whether you want to do it or not, I'm not going to judge you. I don't care what you do. But just do what you got to do to stay healthy. Yeah, we're bringing that shit over here. That's the main thing. I don't want it. Wash your the company clothes. doesn't want it. Yeah, I mean, we're just now getting back to where we can go do stuff again. Yeah, I know. Well, and... You know, and that's another thing going, you know, talking about the kind of the way the world's changed is um, the fact that companies can require, you know, not necessarily for your day-to-day job, but they're able to require for certain aspects of your job for you to have a vaccination, which is is something I never thought, again, like we talked about earlier, it's just this whole thing has been something I never, ever thought in a million years would happen in my lifetime. No. But, um, the whole know, country is shut down Yeah, for how long was it? It was over a year. Well, you know, for work, we were off the roads for about four months and that was probably the, you know, you know, very But I'm talking about like, I mean, we, I, it was, the country was shut down. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't do shit. Now you could go pick some stuff up for food yeah. or, and you could go to some grocery stores, but there were like a ton of restaurants and places that closed. There's a lot of places that lost their business. Oh yeah. And they're still shutting down. Um, you know, to go back to talking about Charlotte, there's a couple of big main staples that have been open for 50 plus years that have just had to close their doors because of everything that's happened. It's sad. Um, but yeah, it, it's the, the effect was, was felt a nationwide. I mean, it's, um, again, we're lucky to live in a, a state that has been a little more lenient than most, um, with, with letting people getting back to a, a normal kind of some kind of normalcy anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, I it, think we're seeing it. We're seeing it pretty much. It's died down yeah. almost all the way. I mean, everybody's, yeah. everybody's going, everybody's having parties, everybody's doing things and you're going to see a lot of it. I think this 4th of July weekend. Oh yeah. You this know, is going to be out and about the 4th of July of all 4th of July is probably it's gonna be crazy. I'm going downtown. I don't know why, but I am. Hey man. Go to uh, go get you a orange cream sickle from uh, from Wet Willies, man. I won't be there. Oh yeah, you got to. Yeah, 
It's going to be too crowded, man. I mean. We'll stay on the outskirts, and then we'll watch the fireworks and stuff like that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Oh, here we are. Okay, so. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. Yes. Ooh. That had a, you have to go back and listen to that, because that sounded pretty uh, neat in the headphones. Good. You might have to. Um, it had like a little like. No, man. Yeah, that was nice. I'm telling you, this is this stuff is fantastic. Manchester podcast unofficially brought to you by Guinness Nitro Cold Brew. <laughs> unofficially, unofficially, unofficially. But hopefully, maybe one day it will be. You yeah. never know. Or Corona. Hell, we'll be happy. It's Corona. Okay, you know, send us some cases. <sighs> well, my brother sells Corona, so we could probably get some. Yeah, I mean, you know, t-shirts. I like t-shirts too. Two XL. Just, just hit me up. Uh, their shirts suck, man. They're not as good as ours. No, that's true. So, this is a pretty comfy shirt I'm wearing right now. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, the the COVID. Yeah, I don't. I'm so sick of talking about that shit, man. It's, it's a word. It's done. It's over with. I just it's like over I mean, 16 months or more that it's been on. It's it's been a word in your vocabulary. You know, it's just. Well, another word that I hate to to hear is normalcy. Normalcy? Yeah. I was saying it like a year and a half ago. I was starting to say we need to get back to some kind of normalcy. And God almighty, you say it so much. It's <laughs> like I don't I wish they would just take it out of the uh out of the dictionary now. But I'm tired of that word, tired of COVID, tired of pandemic. Just tired of it all. I just I'm glad we're back to normal. We talked about it earlier. I mean yeah. concerts, um I mean so my last podcast, my thing that I talked about was I hit on pretty hard was the fact that um, the like the Braves, for instance. Well, I mean it's everywhere really, but the the stadiums are packed. Yeah, football is going to be packed. College football is going to be packed. That is, it's that's huge. Not only you know for the economy around it and for the sport itself, but for the athletes. I mean, if you've played sports, which you have, I mean, you think how 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 much better is it when you're playing in front of? I've played in front of hundreds and thousands of people, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and a thousand, you know, like that. I've played in front of people where there's just like standing room only. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it makes a difference in the way you play compared to if it's completely empty. Oh, absolutely. It's it's uh it's an adrenaline factor that you can't. If you could bottle it and sell it, you'd make millions. You man. play it's, off of it's it. It's the you, best feeling in the world. You when you like in basketball, for instance. So we would play, and, and it would be standing room only. And in the gym, it, it it would the only place that would be empty is the the floor, the I mean the court. Yeah. That's it. Everything it was every spot that could be filled up with a person was filled up, and you're playing on the court, and when you scored. And the crowd goes nuts when you're playing at home. I mean, it just intensified the game a hundredfold. Absolutely. And it made you play even harder. It's just you feed, literally feed it. And, and the people who've never played sports won't understand it. So it makes a, a massive difference for a team. Now, you may never play sports, but you watch it. And I'm not saying the guys on the field don't play as hard, but – there's things that happen and people play harder when uh when the when the the fans are involved. It makes a huge difference. Why do you think they call Texas A&M the home of the 11th what is it? 
12th player. 12th player. Yeah. And in Seattle, the Seahawks stadium too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it registers on <laughs> the Richter, on the Richter scale, scale yeah. when, when it goes nuts, man. Yeah. I mean, that's insane, you know? Yeah. To, it, it, we, um, when I was in high school, so we had, um, my senior year with a car conference championship, we had over 5,000 people at our game. It's a lot. And for, yeah, for an 18 year old kid to be playing in front of that many people, you think you're yeah. playing on, you know, ESPN. That's how it feels. And it is, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a high. I could never, I could never explain and I could never, you know, nothing compares. And I, so, you know, now you got these colleges with hundreds of thousands of people at their state, you know, like uh, Tennessee or Alabama that are over a hundred thousand capacity. Georgia's close. Jordan. They're right at a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Between the but they actually win games. Yeah, look, I mean, it's a difference look. when you have a hundred thousand quiet people at a Tennessee game. Look, they're loud, and you have you could have a hundred people at a Georgia game that would be louder because they're actually cheering for something <sighs> that happened. I just had to crush my spirit. Which I will say that it's 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 national championship this year bust. If they don't make it this year, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, I'm already. I've been done, man. Welcome to be. Well, I I will be I will because I've already <laughs> and this is something else I talked about on the last one. I've I've cut back my consumption of sports. Yeah, because I was investing too much time. Yeah, too much time and too much, too much thought. I mean, it was like you get so geared up and then you get let down. It ruins your day. Geared up and you get let down. You yeah. geared up. Now look, there's a lot of wins, but there's it's always like the one you need. And then it like ruins your day. Yep. Ruins your weekend because it's on a Saturday. Yep. I mean, I love NFL, but college football is where it's at. Oh, absolutely. So you lose, you lose at one, well, at one o'clock, starts at one, Over ends by. at route 330. Yeah. You lose, you have the whole weekend to sit there and just go, what the hell am I doing? What did I just do for the past team? I just watched them lose to a team they should not have lost to or that we needed to win to get to the playoffs. So it is. Yeah, it's it's nice to see that happening, though. I mean, I think I think that kind of put a damper on sports last year. But coming back into it, like baseball, you know, the baseball stadiums are back full. The basketball arenas were are getting back to full. Football will be the most electric it's been in years because of everybody getting fans back to a hundred percent capacity. Um, so yeah, that will be one exciting thing come the fall time for sure is, is having that atmosphere back again, people tailgating people, you know, drinking beers in the parking lots and, and, and getting wild uh, that I am excited for that for sure. Well, that's kind of, that was the excitement of fall is sometimes college football would be, you know, it's, I mean, down here in the South, it's, so it'd still be a little warm, but there's always that Saturday that gets here. And it's nice and crisp. The windows can be open. You know, it's that 40s, 50s, and you're getting ready for a game. You're cooking out. You got beer. It's just there's something about it, you know. Or or you're at the game. It, you can smell it in the air. It's 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 like a smell that you can't describe. Football football in the South is like no other. Oh, it's yeah. no nowhere in the country. It, it just can't be experienced anywhere in the country like it is here, period. I don't care. It's almost like Southeast, Southeast, Southeast football, or excuse me, SEC football here is kind of like football probably in like NFL, like in um, Green Bay or Philadelphia. Yeah. Something like that. Now, 
not to the extent that SEC is down here, but if you live in if you live down here, football is discussed. Oh, all we, year. Yeah, yeah. There's not a it's crazy. I, I so being a Tennessee fan and living in all of the southeastern states, you know, you could be the nicest person in the world, but you walk out into the mm-hmm. wrong place wearing the wrong colors. <laughs> it is. It's, it's. It doesn't matter what if it's January or if it's October. Well, you're about to be in Alabama country. Ah, well, maybe. Let's, let's, let's go ahead. And... What are you gonna do? <clears throat> what are you gonna do when you're? I mean, you'll be, you'll be pretty close to being right in the middle of it. War Eagle is what I will say. Well, I'll tell you what. Where is Auburn, Alabama? It's in the middle of the state. They're pretty close. I think they're only like an hour. But and Birmingham, half. if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And they're pretty close to each other. I think it's yeah. I think it was Birmingham that I was in. Um, was it Birmingham? Might have been Birmingham, where it was kind of split in certain places, where you could be Alabama and then you cross the line as Auburn. Yeah. So I lived in Alabama when I was a kid for two years, and you know people literally say "roll tide" to each other to say hello. Like that's how they talk. Uh, no. Um. Let's see. So. Auburn is, so let's see, there's Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa is almost West Alabama. Auburn, where the hell is Auburn? Auburn, oh, Auburn's East Alabama. So Auburn's close to uh, Phoenix City, the Columbus, Georgia area. Yeah. And then Tuscaloosa is closer to Mississippi. Um, so yeah, so being, Birmingham's probably, it looks a little bit closer to Tuscaloosa than it is to Auburn. But um, if I had to pick a side there, I mean, I'd rather, honestly, death. I, I would choose death over either. But, um, yeah. yeah, I would say War Eagle in a heartbeat because Alabama fans are. But is it Auburn, is it War Eagle or Tiger? Both. On a War Damn Eagle. <laughs> Auburn Tigers, baby. Yeah. Not me, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, so that that would be my choice. Um you had to pick those two because Alabama Crimson Tide fans, if you're listening, especially, yeah, you suck. I don't know if any Alabama fans would listen to this. Well, if you do, I just want you to know I don't like you. And nobody does. There's not many people in this world that like Alabama fans. God, I know I don't. I don't think anybody. I've had my feelings hurt a couple times. Well, yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like Yankees fans. You know, Jeez. like it's, it's uh, you know, I can't. Nick Saban announced he's not retiring this year, and it's just like a, he signed an extension through 2025, I think it was. And people are just like, fuck you, man. Yeah, but do you think that's going to make a difference? <clears throat> yeah. If he leaves, do you think so? I, if he leaves, absolutely. I, I think that's, it'll, it'll make a difference in the recruiting for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that, and it just, you know, I, I think there's just those special people that they, they command that, they command yeah. that excellence, they command that respect. And yeah, sure. Like, look, y'all got Kurt, y'all got what's his name? Kirby Smart. Yeah, he was a a Saban product. Yeah. And while he's a great coach, he's got a great squad. He's not Nick Saban. You know what I mean? And it's just no, he's uh, not. But he's done a really good job. He I mean, they compare it to other coaches. Like, hey, he didn't do as good as Mark Rick, but you know what? I mean, he has. Um, I mean, he took him to a national championship, like quick. Yeah. You know, um, but he continues the winning success. Oh yeah, no, I it's mean, a, it's a winning team. Which I mean, did you hear? Did you hear about Mark Richt? He's got he's um, got Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. I know. He's a good dude. He's one of those people that you don't I, really look, wish bad for. He's a good. He was a he was a good coach. Uh, and I'm not saying this because he's got Parkinson's. I said this before. I mean, I think they. I still think that they should have gotten rid of him before they did. 
Um, nothing against him personally. I just think they should have moved on before they did. They gave him uh, too long of a leash, I think, just because of who he was. Yeah. But <clears throat> he's a, a fantastic person, fantastic role model, fantastic um, leader of men. I mean, if you want your 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 son to become a good man, you want him to play for Mark Rick. Yeah, absolutely. and that's what he believed in. He was he was that over over national championships. I'm not saying he wouldn't have taken a national championship, but that's what he wanted. I mean, that's he was. And he did. He built. He built a good team, and he built. Um, it was a winning tradition, but it was a. To me, it was a mediocre tradition. That was the exact word that came to my mind. Exactly, it was. It was a winning. You had you know winning seasons every year, but there was wasn't anything to show. There was no substance substance behind those winning seasons. It was just we didn't go. It was always that one or two losses. Yes, yeah. you you went eight and four, seven and five. You know, it wasn't. We, we had a lot of. We had a lot of. A lot of times where we lost that game to it would either be to Tennessee or Florida or or even South Carolina, and it was just that one game that made a difference between them getting to the SEC championship, you know, and possibly moving on to winning, you know, yep. the you, rest of it. You did lose to Tennessee a lot in the Mark Rigg days, just so that. And we also won a lot. Yeah, I'd say it's more more losses than wins, but we you know we don't. Have well, to. you can always look at it, look I, it up, and see. I will. I mean, you could you could be right, but I can tell you that we we did beat Tennessee a lot. Matter of fact, you can look after the Mark Rick season or um, legacy and see how many times we beat Tennessee. Oh, after look, just after because it's a lot more, just because y'all won on a hail mary. I mean, come on, man, you're not going to live on that, are you? <laughs> funny, funny fact, I almost got fired the day of that. I was working at Verizon Wireless. If, you know, shout out to those guys. Fuck you. Um, AT&T. Yeah, they, I was working for them, and I was in a store. And, you know, and that's another thing. You talk about football in the South. So uh, I was working in a retail store on a Saturday, and that was we knew there wasn't shit going on because it was a football day in the South on a Saturday. So I was in the back watching it on my phone. And um, so the big Hail Mary for them to win, to go up with the 16 seconds, whatever it was, with you know, and, and I was just like, man, it's over. Um, we got the ball, got up to like the 40. I was like, all right, let's just see what happens here. And that Hail Mary happened, and I screamed, fuck yeah, and there were customers on the floor. Nice. And, uh, yeah, my manager had a stern talking with me. But um, let's see, let's see. I just out of curiosity. We don't have to keep this in the show, but it's just. Uh, I want to know because, I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't know, to be honest with you. If if I was a bet man, I would say it was probably pretty close to fifty fifty. But let's see. All time, Georgia leads the series twenty five, twenty three, and two. Tennessee has the largest victory of forty six to nothing. That was back in nineteen thirty six. Oh, wow. Tennessee okay. has the longest win streak against Georgia, which was nine wins, and that was from nineteen. That was during the nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety nine. That was the that um, was the former. Yeah, that was yeah. when we were. That was when I was a kid, and it was unstoppable. Like. That was the biggest mistake they ever made, dude. I'm telling you, I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. Just, horrible. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, yeah. So, if we're looking in, in my lifetime, all right, we're looking at my lifetime. So, um, so oh, wow, there was actually a three-year gap from 89 to 92 where they didn't play each other. Um, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's kind of How wild. can that happen when they're in the same? Yeah, that's weird. Um, so, from 89 to present... So Tennessee, one, two, three. Tennessee's won 12 times. 
George, oh no, excuse me, 15 times. George has won. So six, 15 to 16. So, so we won in, 16 in, in my lifetime, yeah, it's 16 I told, to Well, I, I told you that it was probably close to 50%. Yeah, it's it's like it's split damn near down the middle. You know, ex- you know, when you look at Auburn and Georgia, when you and I, I don't I don't mean to turn this into a sports podcast, but yeah, man. But um, you know, Auburn and Georgia um up until like the last, I don't know, maybe a few years or so, um we've been like deadlocked into wins and the only thing that separated us was like two points and this is the oldest rivalry o- oldest rivalry in the south and it only th- and i mean it dates back it dates way back and the only thing that separated was like a couple points now we've blown them out you know uh several times i think more than more than a few times so i don't know what separates it now but i think the gap has grown a little bit but since uh, the Kirby Smart era. George, it, Georgia leads that one 61, 56, and 8. Yeah, it used to be it used to be like almost tied yeah. every year. It was it'd go back and forth. And the point spread was always like one, the one deep, or two points. The Deep South's oldest rivalry. That's yep. kind of cool. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of games on here. It's yeah, a lot of a lot of blue, a lot of red. Just kind of depends. But for the last, so we're going back to let's just say we'll go back to 2011. Georgia's won eight of the last ten. That's what I'm saying. We've we've beat them, and there's a there's a few times in there we've beat them handedly. Or no, excuse me, nine, seven, yeah, nine of the last twelve. If we yeah. you want to go that far back, or even thirteen of the last fourteen. Yeah. And or no, fifth. Excuse me, uh, thirteen of the last uh, sixteen. Excuse me. And there, like I said, there was a lot of there's a lot of scores in there. Not a lot. I'll tell you that. There's there's a few scores in there that really separate us pretty big. So, hey, speaking of that, yeah. What do you think about the? Have you heard about the new, the new um, ruling that's gone into effect for um, college athletes? Oh, yeah. I think it's awesome. I think I, it's good, too. I think it's, I mean, because you got to look. The NCAA is a billion-dollar industry, right? They make billions. Off of the players. B, billions every year. The SEC makes billions every year by itself. And these kids, I mean, yes, the argument is always going to be there. Well, they're getting a free education. It doesn't matter. You're making money them. off of them. They but, should make something. Yeah, I mean, that. and you know, and and I'm not trying to not trying to get too deep in, into all this and get political or anything, but how many kids do you you hear about they're they're they get busted for drugs and stuff while they're in college because that's how you know, again, I'm not trying to 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 deep dive into that too much, but that that was how they made money when they were at home. Um, and they get out to these big, these big areas, they, they, they get a free scholarship, but it may not include everything they need. Right. So they're selling drugs so they can, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're doing all these illegal things to make money so that they can afford the fancy apartment. Because when you're a big time athlete, there's a lot of stigma that comes with it. Um, and you know, you've got to be the best of this. You got to have the nicest of this. You got to, you know, be rolling and, you know, so they're, they're doing whatever they can to have that, that, um, you know, that, that rank and that allure to, to them. So now they can profit off of what these schools have been profiting off of them for years. You know, I think it's great. Um, 
I'm a big barstool sports fan. I don't know if you're a barstool sports guy or not. Um, and they actually today they've already announced, I think it was like 15 or 20 athletes that they're sponsoring. Um, and it's not just, not just football. They've got basketball. They've got women's, women's golf, women's hockey, women's soccer. Um, you know, they're, they're, doing whatever they can to take care of these athletes. And I, I think it's awesome. I, I really do. Well, I mean, think about <clears throat> why why in the world should somebody be able to take, if your, last, if your last name is Smith and you play football and you're, and you're a good athlete, you know, you like, you're, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're making a lot of, you know, you're doing uh, on the field. You're like, you're a phenom, right? So why is it right for somebody to come up and take your jersey and sell it somewhere and make money off of that and then turn around and tell you that it's not right for you to profit and if you do I'm kicking you out of school or you'll be you'll be suspended because you can't make money off of your name. I can, but you can't. Yeah. I mean, what in the hell what makes that right? Oh, absolutely. And it you know, like, um, you know, I just speaking from what I've witnessed in my life, you know, being a Tennessee fan, like Peyton, I've seen it over the years. Peyton Manning was a big one that got, they sold, they still sell his jersey to this day. Now he's actually getting money from it. But when he was in college, he sure as shit didn't. Reggie Bush. Reggie, dude, Bush, Reggie Bush is asking for his, his Heisman Trophy back. Arguably one of the greatest college players of all time. And eh, that's questionable. I, I would say one of the top running backs of all time in college. Eh, that's questionable. Uh, well, you got to look at who he played. Well, yeah, I mean that was also a, you know that was a different time. That was early two. You're still putting him up there with Herschel Walker and I, Bo Jackson. I, I would say he's in the top ten of running backs in college he, history. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm definitely. going. But anyway, to you know, yeah, was it wrong that he accepted money on the side? Sure, but because of the guidelines at well, the time. Well, under yes, under the guidelines that he was under. But did, should it take away? I mean, it, it's not like he was. You know, freebase and steroids, and that's what made him good at his at what he was the doing. Dude was ripped. Yeah, he was just he was just a great athlete, and yeah, he accepted some some money. I mean, I, you know, look, man, you don't have money, and ugh, I don't know. I, it's I'm torn down the middle. Even with the old rules, I'm torn down the middle. Should you abide by the rules? Yes. Is it hard? You don't know how hard it is when you come up from nothing. I don't know. He's playing in Southern California. I mean, everybody can't, has money there, don't they? Can't be cheap. Yeah. So, but if he came in, if they recruited him from somewhere, I don't even know where he comes from. But it's super expensive to live there. Oh, yeah. It's a super expensive college, just like every other college is, most major colleges. Somebody comes to you and goes, "Hey, we want to pay you." Was he selling? Was he selling something out of his trunk? I I can't remember. I, I know think. he was. I mean, he got paid to sign due to autographs. I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. I, I can. Uh, I can it was something like that. Can, but anyway, I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, if some dude says, "Hey, I'll give you fifteen hundred dollars to sign these two, because he knows that if he sells these two, whatever it is that he signs, that Reggie Bush has his name on it. He knows either right then or sometime down the road, that thing is going to like triple in cost, if not quadruple or more, you know? So what are you going to do? You're going to take the $1,500 because you got no cash? Yeah. Well, and that's, uh, you know, like uh, Johnny Menzel, he was on a podcast recently, um, uh, the busting with the boys. It's like Taylor Lewan, those guys from the Titans. 
Um, and he was saying that, you know, the, he, he did, I mean, he took money a couple of times and he just didn't get busted. So the first yeah. time the guy offered him like three grand and was like, Hey, just come sign. You know, I'm going to give you the address. You go sign. And then we'll tell you, give you the, where the location of the, the cash is and you go and pick it up. And he said that somebody reached out to him after he did that and was like, how much did you make? He said, you made three grand. I can pay you 15. Yeah. And I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're a 20 year old kid and somebody's offering to pay you <laughs> that much kind of, I mean, I, I, you know, me as a 30 year old, I would take I, it. I, yeah, absolutely. I would, it. I would so, take it in a second. Um, so, so I would take the risk because the, the, the problem is it's not even a problem, but the, the point is, is if you take 15 grand, what's going to happen to you? You know, yeah, it's not a, it's not against the law. You're not going to go to jail. You can, you'll be suspended or you'll be under investigation. The college can be under investigation, but as far as you as a person, you know, your name would be tarnished, but at the same time, people aren't going to blame you for taking 15 grand because you have, you, you don't have a lot of money. You're a college student for God's sakes. Yeah. Well, and my thing is, if you're Reggie Bush, if you Google Reggie Bush Heisman, you can find a picture of him holding the Heisman Trophy, and that's never going to go away. No, I mean, you look, know? he 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 earned it. Yeah, he did. It's, it's uh, so he's he's got it. It's, he it's, just wants it back. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. I mean, his his play speaks for itself. But well, I, I think he should get it back because of the rules have changed. Yeah, now. so I think he should definitely get it back. Yeah, I and I'm very happy for college kids to be able to start making making that money. I mean, it just makes sense. Well, you should, and I mean, you think the what's it called the the um, the likeness? What's it called? Yeah, the yeah you get their the they're getting paid for their likeness or whatever. Or yeah, is that what you mean? I can't remember the abbreviation, but um, you think of. You think of the years that they had NCAA football, you know? Oh, yeah. You, and you, that was the thing. So on PlayStation, you could download the actual rosters for the teams. So it would, Yeah, but you can't do that now. Yeah, but it would add the, the real-life names to yeah. your team on the PlayStation. And well, it had their likeness on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Exactly. For the most part. It's, a, it's like a six-foot-four guy that looks exactly like the real person, yeah. has the same number, and, and, and you know, same similar stats, plays the same position, but it's it's not them. But that's the thing. Why, why should you get it? So, so here's, here's the deal with that is that, you know, you're no longer an amateur. Once you start getting paid, you're no longer an amateur. You're a pro. You're not getting, you're not getting play. You're not getting paid to play football. You're getting paid for your likeness, for people using, selling your jerseys, for, for using you to sign autographs, to make special appearances. Why should some gym come out here and go, I want you to make an appearance. He's going to make $20,000, $50,000, whatever it is. It's probably way more than that. You're going to make this much money for me to show up for hundreds of people to come here for me to sign your hat, shoes, jersey, whatever. You're making this money, and now that jersey is going to be worth you know thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. And I'm supposed to just go, okay. I'm done. I'll just, I pay for my gas to get here. I'll pay for food myself. I'll pay to stay myself. No, hell no. Yeah. I want money for it and, and they deserve it. Cause under the old rulings, like, yeah, they couldn't even get free food. Nothing. For going and doing that. That's, that's how crazy the rule. They weren't was. allowed to work. If I'm not mistaken, 
I think they could work, but you could only work so many hours and you could only make so much, so much money. Or maybe you couldn't make any money. I can't remember. It was some way, something like that with a side job. I can't remember, but it was pretty much zero. Yeah. Well, it was like, I remember one thing that, um, that was a couple of years ago that got brought up, like um, a tattoo artist, you know, to get his name out there, put that he tattooed uh, this college football player. Uh, but he didn't charge him for it because he was using his name as his clout essentially and the the kid wound up getting in trouble for that got suspended because he get you know something as simple as that i mean that's that's how crazy they were about this and um so now that these these kids can you know can start profiting off that and i and as a as a video game nut um i really hope that this brings back ncaa football because that is probably the greatest football game of all time I used to love playing that game. Oh right? yeah, you could create. So you'd create your player in the high school level. You uh, play through the state championship. Get you know get a scholarship. Oh man, that was that was the best video game ever. It was oh. awesome. So that was a good game. So that's for selfish reasons. That's I hope that comes back. I know EA Sports is in talks to. Um, they're they're looking into bringing that back eventually. So that's why not, cool. man? I mean, pay the guys. Who cares? I mean, I, mean, I know the. So the biggest. The I guess the biggest talk with that is. They're concerned with what about the people who aren't as famous? Well, I mean, that's not their fault. You know, I can't help it that you have a star running back that is the best in the country and he's making all this money. And then you have a lineman that's barely making any money. That's not, that's nobody's fault. I mean, it's just like in the pros, uh, 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 you know, an outside linebacker is not going to make as much as a a high profile, you know, number one receiver. It's just not. So it just comes with the territory. But the, the point is, and the biggest goal is, is you know, or the biggest win, I should say, is that these guys are getting paid for people to use them now. Yeah. Instead of people using them to make money. Nice. Now they're making money off of, you know, they're not the only pay- – the, the people that are using their jerseys and they're signing, you know, signing pictures and, and all this kind of bullshit – they're not the only ones capitalizing on it. You know, now if I was a college player, I could capitalize on my name. Oh, absolutely. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it's great. I think it's a good change. I think it's, it about, it's, it's about time. It's a long time coming, man. And it's, it's good. There's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing it, wrong with yeah. it. It doesn't, it does not make anybody a bad person because they make money off of their name. No, no. And then I think it, it, if anything, it exposed the, you know, really exposed the greed of the NCAA and all those organizations because absolutely, you know, they, they, it's been free money for them. You know, they organize everything. Sure. But absolutely. It's just like the coaches that make 10, 12, $15 million a year, man. And it's, you know, not that they don't deserve it. They do, but you look at why do they make that much money? They make that much money because of the kids that are out there that they recruited that are playing the game and winning the games for them. Absolutely. Does coaching help? Yes. But at the end of the day, the players have to play the game and make all the right moves. Exactly. The coach isn't the one scoring the points. The coach isn't the one winning the championships. No, it works hand in hand. But if without coaches, you could have a team full of players that could go out there and win a game. You could. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Be tough, but you could go win a game. Sure. You can't take the players away and win a game with a coach. You can't. So do do both of them need each other? Yes, but it's just, you know, 
it's insane to see a coach make fifteen million dollars a year and the players go, You can't do anything. Then you got players that are to, that are, you know, they're they're hungry at night when they go to bed. You know? Um, so it's I, I think it's great. And I'm I'm excited for that and I it hope is a good thing. I hope that uh I hope that it brings about a lot of change. I mean, because, you know, you look at like the NFL, right? So yeah, obviously like we were talking about, there's not that many there's there's the popular players are the ones that are making the most money, but at the end of the day, every single player is getting a check for fifty thousand dollars for their Madden. That's their Madden check. They get it once a year. So you know, if that franchise can afford to do that in the NFL, they can they can afford to do it in the NCAA as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's a good thing, man. I think uh, I don't know if anything bad can come out of it. I just think that I think that I think it's a good thing. I think they've made a good turn and. Um, like you said, I hope they bring back NCAA football, man. Yeah, that is such massive. A, such a fun game. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that in the future with that and um, seeing what it brings us. So, I know. Well, hey, man, we're about to hit two hour mark. Yeah, so I know, give or take a few minutes. But um, anyway, so hey, I appreciate you having me <clears throat> having me on, man. I, this is exciting. This is fun. Um, really enjoyed we'll do it again. Enjoyed talking, man. It's been a quick two hours, so it goes fast. I mean, you. I think I've had one three hour one, but um, it goes fast. It's it's good. It's good to talk. I know we were all over the place, but that's kind of how I like it. I mean, it's just yeah. it's a bunch of different stuff. So good conversation. Um, yeah, and we'll do it again. Uh, we'll do it again before you get out of here and move to Alabama. <laughs> so jinx the shit out of me. But um, anyway, well, hey. That is, that's going to be it. We're going to wrap it up. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. Hopefully we, uh, I keep my intern here and, and we'll, um, I don't know, have a good conversation coming up, but I appreciate you guys tuning in if you have been and, uh, see you on the next podcast, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yep. See you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Manchester's podcast. Make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere podcasts can be found. Also, make sure you're following on Instagram at Jason Manchester and at Manchester's Podcast.